How's it going guys? CryptoBot here for today. In this video, I'm going to do an exclusive coverage for one of the top coins that I think it's going to be a significant runner in consensus, and that is going to be ELF. Um, this coin has a lot of the signature traits that I think is going to do really well. Um, I think it has a very long-term, good long-term potential, but also a lot of good short-term momentum. So this is a, going to be a very good um, coin to watch out for. So stick with me next couple of minutes, and I'm going to talk everything about ELF. All right, first question is, what is ELF? And I'm going to first off say that ELF is one of those coins that has been talked about in the past before. And one of the reasons why I'm very confident about this coin right now and this specific project is because of all the things that are happening right now with consensus. And in the past, it didn't really attract me too much because the coin was kind of all over the place. But now it's kind of settled down a little bit to the point where I think it has a really, really great opportunity to kind of take a look at. So first off, ELF was released on 12-20-2017, so it's a very young project, and that's usually one of the things I look for in coins, is that they haven't had that massive run-up. Now, for those of you who are in ontology, this is actually a very interesting one, because again, I'm always hunting for those coins that are going to do well in the long term. And in order to do that, you need coins that are fairly young. It's actually a DPoS uh, consensus algorithm proof of stake um, you do get dividends on this one on proof of stake so a very cool thing uh, it is not an anonymous team so in other words you can see who the team is which is very good they have a circling supply of about 280 million coins of which one total of 1 billion coins so again it's a little bit on the high end side but I really like it because so far majority of the coins is are locked up the other thing is the ICO price was at about $0.09, cents, which giving it, they raised about $24 million at the ICO level. Uh, actually, they did not do an ICO. Let me correct that. This is actually um, something that was um, published, but they went ahead and did a private sale to their investors. So this is how much they raised in, in, in the private side. Uh, inflation, the, the foundation is going to receive about 25% of the foundation. Uh, that's going to be vested for about three years. So obviously, this is actually a lot of the things that I kind of gravitated towards because whenever you have situations where the foundation absorbs that supply and is locked up, it's actually a good thing. They've also had partnerships for 10%, which is also locked up. That puts about 35% lock for about three years. Uh, and they have about 12% marketing and then uh, proof of stake. So pretty much there's going to be quite a bit of inflation next couple of years, but I wouldn't worry too much about it. All right, so what is ELF specifically? So ELF is given from the ELF Foundation. Um, they are a decentralized cloud computing blockchain. Now, let me just kind of break that down for a second. Basically, it's somewhat like what Ethereum is doing with the exception of it's going to have scalability and it's going to have what we call infinite amount of side chains. And you can pretty much connect them back in. So think of Ethereum, but on a very, very higher level. They also are going to have what I call high performance uh, platform commercial adoption of blockchain. So these, this specific um, project re I'm really excited about because they actually have the ability 
to automatically out of the box commercialize this thing now consensus right now is operating on the model of business and use case people have already been tired of uh, white papers and projects that basically have no use cases and here they're specifically targeting the commercial side so if you haven't really seen much of elf it's one of the reasons why it's because it's targeting businesses which is a huge plus for me they're going to be using what they call single nodes and they're going to be using computer clusters um, to create scalability as you keep on adding more computers to it so again what they're using is this idea of adding more computers on there but more importantly scaling it up so via software as opposed to hardware um, upgrades uh, they're also going to have smart contracts and they're also going to have a multi-chain network on side chains and the coins are going to be used to pay the resource fees and it's uh, powered by cloud computing so the model is a little different from ethereum the best way i can think of this is um, the next ethereum index iteration of ethereum but on a very different level um, if you think of some of the stuff that's been moving right now like zilliqa and some of the scalability options like trinity and raiden on the ethereum network this one actually has everything already built in so it's off the box already it's got already these side chains which in my opinion are going to be extremely important for the scalability issue coming up forward now the team here is founded by Mao Haobao. He's a CTO of Genpei and Alcoin. Uh, and there's Ma right there. He pretty much um, is a blockchain expert. Um, he was an early adopter of digital assets. Also, we have Chen Zuling, who is an MIT grad. He also advised at MNC and governments, and Fu Li, which is a software engineer at PolyU, and also Yang Yalong, which is a PhD. Now, they, the little background about these guys, first off, they got connections with on-chain. Um, so pretty much Mao has a little bit of a relationship with on-chain and that entire field up there. So remember my ontology video that I did? Um, I haven't done one on on-chain yet, but I can tell you right now, if you start connecting the dots between these three things, this one is very well integrated into that ecosystem. Second thing is that it's been about six months underneath the radar since it got listed on Binance. In fact, uh, there's been a, little, a couple of exposure on it, but they don't really have a large marketing team. In fact, uh, their website's a little bit convoluted, but that's a good thing because I usually look for some of these gems before they begin to take off. Now, it already had a little bit of exposure a couple of months ago, but now we're kind of getting that to that point where it's getting to that really sweet spot. Uh, the advisors are going to be the Grid Foundation. So it's a nonprofit used to promote ELF. Um, the Grid is basically set up as a business ecosystem. And so if you think of, for example, the Cuno Foundation, Neo Global Capital from uh, the Neo Council, Loki Network, um, and all these, these are actually foundations that are specifically set up to establish relationships between the project and also its business partners. Um, I have a little bit of experience as I was kind of talking to some of the uh, people from Neo. Um, when you're dealing with Neo Global Capital and funding arms, usually there is some sort of venture capital and VC uh, that gets tied in. And what I really like about this one is that they are using some sort of foundation to assist them in partnering this up. Their advisors are Xiao Zuju, which is the founding partner of FBG Capital. They invested also in Zilliqa, XM Chain, and Nucleus Vision. So again, remember guys, here is where I think the most important part is. The VC firms in China operate very differently from the ones in the West. They spend actually very little marketing on projects here, 
but instead begin to pair up their venture capital firms to keep the money flowing after the project's being completed. As opposed to the west side where actually marketing is actually the first thing they do, but then they may not have a sustainable cash flow going forward to maintain operations. This is actually a very huge one. Also, J. Michael Arrington is the founder and CEO of TechCrunch, which is also an advisor for Nexo. So again, uh, if you dig into Nexo, you'll see what I'm talking about later. The investors are pretty much the cream that are cream here. We've got Draper Dragons, uh, FGB Capital, and Blockchain Ventures. These people are huge in the crypto space, specifically in the venture capital space. So first off, I want to say that when you're looking at projects like this and you got big names right behind them, there's a very good chance that they're going to support the project even after the ICO is over. Now let's talk about the roadmap real quick. The roadmap basically looks like this. Um, they have, um, they're going to be do parallel processing with side chains. And what that's going to look like is they're going to develop the asset based chains, which they already kind of did, um, in February. By May of 18, they're going to be launching their ELF OS, their operating system to kind of run there. They've also launched and be launching their mainnet, uh, along with OS. So that's just right around the corner. And they're going to be complete um, the asset cross-chain interactions, which I'll talk about in a bit. Going to the end of 18, they're going to do, they're going to do their gov governance system, which is going to be a voting based on the ELF token. They're going to allow sidechains, accessing mechanisms, and emergency mechanisms. And finishing off in 19, which is the Dragon, they're going to launch eventually into the business scenarios and getting ready for commercial launch. So by within a year, they're expecting to already have commercial applications by the January of 19. So that basically means that this coin is very, very attractive if they complete the following. And I think so far they have. All right, there's this piece called SWOT analysis that I'm looking at right now, and I'm actually partnering up with a research arm to kind of increase the coverage and also my research um, breadth. Um, let's talk about the strengths first of all. So the, one of the great things about this one is that uh, ELF has a very strong team. Um, a lot of the times they have very strong competencies in tech, finance, and startup, which means they have their team is actually well-rounded. It's not just all tech guys. It's not just all business. They actually have both. Second thing is um, it's really developed towards commercial usage, not for the individual. So again, you're not going to see CryptoKitties, that type of thing on there, although technically you can make that a commercialized product. But then again, it's going to be scalable and it's going to have nodes in it. It's going to have parallel execution and segregation. It's going to have independent side chains. Um, interoperability via messaging and side chains templates for businesses on the weakness side there's a lot of competition right now for for projects in the same space specifically Zilliqa iOS token Cardano and EOS so they're gonna have to really differentiate themselves away from the pack um, if their main it actually works out they've got all that going I think they can pretty much be a Cardano and iOS T token is somewhere in the same field it's still very new and they're still going to be figuring out how to deal with the security with that test net um, also, they haven't really attended a lot of conferences. They are in consensus right now, um, but they do lack that marketing. And then there is an inflationary supply coming out in about two to three years, which I think they'll get offset, but that's always a concern. The opportunity is that's going to be the first mover advantage in the space, very similar to what Zilliqa is trying to do. Uh, it can definitely coexist with the competitors. And I think the sidechain uh, side templates are going to be the low barrier to entry entering into the project. Um, a couple of threats is that as you come on adding in more of these um, projects in there, the parallel execution is going to get more complex and it could also fail. So there's a lot of different technological parts and also attacks on these side chains um, could also create an attack on the main chain. 
All right, here's a scenario for how ELF is going to do it. On a one-chain scenario, normally the way it works is you pretty much put everything on the main chain like Ethereum, and that's why everything kind of slows down to a crawl. Uh, you're going to have DEX exchanges, you might have digital identity, assets, whatever you want to call it. However, on the ELF side, you basically have your main chain, and on each side one, you're going to have a separate side chain. You can establish as many different blockchains as you want, and within that blockchain, you can pretty much direct traffic that way so you don't clog up the system. Uh, these, each side chain is going to be dedicated. So, for example, I can create a main chain and create an Ethereum side chain or a Bitcoin uh, chain and then an insurance side chain or whatever you want to call it. So, the, the applications on this chain are endless. I can keep on creating new blockchains on the whim, and by doing that, I can speed these transactions further. Now, the reason why I'm really, really interested right now in um, ELF is a couple of things. And I get really excited when I see projects that attempt to do this because right now we are, I think, in phase three, as ELF has mentioned in his presentation, of the blockchain industry. Um, phase one started between 2013 and 2014. And that was basically for alternative chains and tokens. I mean, very much like Bitcoin, you know, those type of things. Then what happened in 2016 and 17 was the beginning of these ICOs. Now we're beginning to really assess now the usability of these tokens and specifically what is going to be, how it's going to be used. And I think that's going to be phase three. And ELF is very well positioned right now to do that because again, they already have a business model in mind. They already have the venture capital in mind. And on top of that, they're already plugged into the right ecosystem. So I think there is going to be a filtration of these ICOs that now have to perform. The ELF blockchain basically is going to be the breakthrough for Gen 3 blockchain, specifically things like Icon and um, Ontology and NEO, those type of things. First cryptocurrency was Bitcoin. It, had, it was very secure, very transparent, and it had a lot of value transfer. The second gen was smart contracts, expansion of use cases. Now ELF comes in the picture, and now it's going to incorporate both. It says commercial scale scalability. It has self-evolving capability, which means it could automatically change within the times and it will actually have resource segregation which means you don't have to put everything in strain the main uh, chain and instead use these cross-chain communications for side chains all right so uh, if you want to know more, a little bit about the technicals, how I kind of go about it, check me out at patreon.com slash cryptobud. Uh, I pretty much do real-time alerts, market updates, and also live streaming for a lot of these tokens. But uh, I will definitely talk a little bit more about entry points, exit points for these coins. I do think that ELF is a very promising project, and it's one of the projects that I think it's going to do very well in 2018. And for all the reasons I mentioned earlier, whenever you're talking about platforms and coins and chains and side chains, and all these other things it's all because of the problems that ethereum has and if you guys remember when ethereum first came out people were already kind of like oh you know can you use bitcoin can you establish value on smart contracts and the answer is yes but alv is falling very very low key there there hasn't been a lot of marketing done and the fact that i'm actually covering it right now is probably one of the few videos out there that have done that has specifically targeted now currently it's under a 500 million dollar market cap which makes it extremely cheap right now and it's already very liquid in many different exchanges and so when you get a combination of a low market cap plus liquidity you're definitely going to get a lot of of uh players that come in there and just to give you the final highlights for elf and again i'll be talking about this more in my discord and my patreon group is that they're going to have these main chains they're going to self-evolve 
there you can be able to customize these consensus nodes and protocols you're going to have main chains and side chains and they're going to optimize the os architecture along with fast transaction processing so these five things i think are just going to be phenomenal and very very um commercially viable options and i, I do hope that uh Elf does propose itself to really market itself to the West because what they're proposing is something that's going to take um, the Ethereum idea and make it go mainstream. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Crypto but uh, have a great day.